1: Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped.
2: Yeah, what's going on, trendsetters? Week three, episode three, Alpha Blokes podcast, coming at you hot. Uh, it's Wednesday. You're over it. You've had a couple of days at work. You're at day three for most years, but guess what? We got good news. Jump in the slipstream, baby. We're going to take you all the way to the weekend.
0: You know what to do. Like and subscribe. Give us a follow. Let's go.
3: I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody to double check just what the f*** <laughs> he wants. About to go stupid again. She out the roof of the biz. I'm about to do it again. I'm going to fuck two her friends. Just made a flip on the wall.
0: Welcome back, episode three, out of the chat. Yeah, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. We got uh,
2: episode three, we got the second guest on the show today, Hayden Coy, he's uh, got a certificate three in talking shit, and he's the (laughs) self-proclaimed biggest man in rugby league. How you going, brother? How you been?
4: Good, mate. Real good.
2: Yeah, what's been happening?
4: Nah, stuff all. Just been working uh, from Monday to Saturday, and then getting blind uh, come Saturday night.
2: Bit of binge drinking. Yeah. That's also a part of the Australian yeah. culture. We How encourage good is that.
0: We encourage that.
2: Yeah, good stuff. As long as you keep your health right during the week, you can have one little bingey on the uh, on the weekend. <laughs> um, yeah, sweet boys. Anyone got any good stories throughout the week? Like anything worth talking about? Or you got anything? Uh, you got anything, Cam?
0: I think we covered it in the last episode. Yeah, like, good stuff. Just,
2: well, yeah. uh, I, I got one. I got one that comes to mind, boys. I uh, And this involves you, H in a couple of ways. I, uh, I dropped my young fella off at daycare the other day down at Agnes, right? I dropped him off and I thought, I'm going to get myself a coffee and wander down the beach. Just a bit of me time, you know, a bit of thoughts, be within my own thoughts. Anyway, I go down to the car park and there was a couple free and I was about to pull into one and I noticed, oh, shit. It's the disabled. And I went, this happens to me all the time. The only free parks are the disabled ones, you know what I mean? And so I thought, I'm actually going to have a look into how disabled you actually have to be to be in these car parks. So I've Googled it. And, you know, all the hard hitters come up like lung disease, heart disease, substantially impaired mobility like wheelchairs, braces or canes, Uh, a disease that significantly limits your ability to walk or use your legs. You know, vision problems. Uh loss of one or both legs or hands. But right down the bottom, boys, not in not in bold. It's in some states an acute sensitivity to sunlight that causes burning and blistering of the skin is is counted. Now, if that's not a loophole for all rangers to get a close park, I don't know what is. What are your thoughts? What are well, your thoughts on that?
4: Yeah, I don't mind. I've got red hair, so it's all right. <laughs> Yeah, ginger ninja is getting
0: around a flora.
2: Yeah, so you might be (laughs) getting burnt, brother. Yeah, so you might be able to get a start and going on from that with the Paralympics on at the moment. I thought, how do they actually set the car parks up to that? Like, do they put four aside for the non Paralympics, or how was it just open slather? Well, how do you think it's set up? (laughs) (laughs) That'd be a handful. Four for the norm. That that would be a handful (sighs) to deal with. But uh, going on to H, like introducing you to the show, bros. Yeah, well, done, um, yeah, well, welcome to the show, mate. It's good to have you on. But um, pretty much how we met, bro. So, like, we probably met when we were seven, you reckon? Oh Maybe. yeah, six or seven. I
4: think uh, back in the day, we were still playing for the old the old Wallabies. Yeah, old boys. I think actually both our old boys were the coach at that stage.
2: Yeah, no, that was uh, they were the days, mate. Had you in the little fluoro uh, orange headgear. To, to uh, pick you out from the crowd.
4: Yeah, big sore thumb Bigger, in the crowd.
2: Biggest bloke on the field.
4: <laughs> 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 Old boy made the look like a fuck with from day one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Cheers, mate. Um, but, mate, we've got a few memories with footy, eh? Like growing up together, going away to footy carnivals and stuff like that. Still remember being little white kids, like going away to these carnivals, probably from under-12s, under-16s, you know, rocking up. Seeing uh, seeing all the Brizzy sides rock up, you swear it it was the New Zealand international side. Like You'd have blokes with goaties and arm sleeves, and we wouldn't have a feather under the arm yet.
4: It was actually pretty
2: daunting. It was, eh? It was pretty scary stuff. The coach said, you'll be right, boys. (laughs) Oh, yeah, will we?
4: Right, (laughs) eh? Yeah, especially when the coach is looking younger than the fucking blokes you're playing. Yeah,
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, proper, mate. Mate, probably... uh, you know, we even got to the stage where I think I think the Q Cup, the Capras side had a fair few injuries at this stage. We are still in our apprenticeship, but we actually got a start, got a run for the Capras against the Norse Devils in Brisbane. We got the old trip away. And, made. Uh, I've got some pretty good memories from that game, but do you have any?
4: Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah I would say the first eight seconds before I got flattened. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so just to paint a pain of picture, ladies and gentlemen. Jared Wallace playing for the Titans at the moment and uh, had a run in Queensland. He was a front rower for the other side. Big H gets put on the field. Off the kickoff, he's flying in, trying to put a shot on him and just got stiff-armed. He's laying back with the arms stiff in the air. Friggin', it was, uh yeah, she was a rough start, wasn't it, mate? There was no HIA protocols back then either, so you sort of got brought off the field. It's a bit of, bit of magic water squirted on the melon and you went on later on just to, for the same thing to happen. <laughs>
4: Yeah, I can't say it was one of the best highlights. Uh, I haven't been back there since. Uh, but,
2: mate, That it's all good. Like, that's a low point of your career. But we want to talk about potentially one of the biggest shots in rugby league football <laughs> of all time. Wow. Can you shed a bit of light on this, mate?
4: Actually, i I still mates him now. A little.
2: <laughs> yeah, shed out a little.
4: I think we were back, uh, I think, about 15, 16. And uh, I was playing halfback, I think, at the time. Standing about uh, third in from the wing and he was having a hit up in the middle. (laughs) I've come in just dead set blindsided him. (laughs) Queensland Rail had just gone clean off its track. (laughs) (laughs) Flattened him. (laughs) Out there with a pig and shovel, digging up (laughs) teeth. Qantas was flying low that day. Oh, Oh, wow. No, oh, mate, actually, that's unreal. That is actually one of the best bands I've ever still got going this day. because,
2: Mate, it's over 10 years old and I still hear about it. <laughs> didn't you, edible, didn't mate, you drive past Briffney Creek, the place where it happened the other night, and you saw him?
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. dropped off a few double A's through his head torch and <laughs> gave him a new handle for his shovel.
2: Well, was he looking for ribs still?
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: On night shift? Yeah, there'd be fossils now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck me, that's unreal. Well, I got a question for you, H. You reckon if Cam played footy, what position you reckon he'd be in? Why? Oh, well,
4: you'd have to send him on. He'd obviously come in nineteenth man. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> but I think I think you'd just have to send him in there if someone was giving the, the teens a bit of shits or someone was playing well for the squirrel group. Yeah. That's
2: it. You'd send him straight up the middle, S- eh, hey, trucking nut. <laughs> I reckon. Just send him straight yeah, in. What do you reckon, Cam? Cows, what, yeah, where yeah. Do you reckon you'd be? Wherever good? you need me, mate. Yeah, that's it for us.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. 14, <laughs> just fucking ready to rip 14, I there. went from 19 to 14. <laughs> good on you. <laughs> right good on. on you. Good on
2: you. So going on from the footy chat, boys, we're all into the same field of work, right? We're all done the same stuff, all fitters by trade. Um, after our apprenticeship, we all got into the shutdown game. Now, H, you're still in the shutdown game. Cam, like... You were in it with me and H when we first we first started. I've noticed that like a lot of these places you gotta do a medical for each job. Like these shutdowns, it's pretty much a place that stops for a while and you send a heap of people in there to do, you know, maintenance and stuff on it. Um what I've noticed is is you have to do a medical for each place every couple of weeks. And some of these medicals are pretty strenuous. Like you've got to do like all these box jumps and push-ups and star jumps and all this sort of shit. Three-minute bridge the all-time yeah, favourite? Yeah, three-minute bridge, pretty much a beep test. <laughs> yeah, you get on site and you're walking out the job and you got fucking of the Hutt waddling next to you and you're thinking, how the fuck did this bloke step up on a beat for two minutes, mate? <laughs> I don't know if there's a loophole or what's going on, like the Rangers in the parks, but I have no idea what's going on. It's, it blows me away, mate. What about you, lads? It's a bit of a bit of a wild one, isn't it? Like you've seen some pretty unfit blokes who must have passed the same medical sort. No,
4: nah, it's pretty unreal. Like a few of the blokes you see getting around. You actually go up to a job and it's whole half the time there's is, isn't an elevator. They <laughs> <laughs> get up to the top of the stairs, and they think the job's done. Yeah. <laughs> Here you are uh, half a dozen tools in your back pocket and you they're the ones puffing. <laughs>
2: Boys, that that leads us into the next segment. So, like we're talking about the best work experience or first year stitch ups, because we've all been a work experience kid, we've all been a first year, and we've seen and witnessed both sides of this, you know. So I thought we'd go through a couple of you know the beauties we've heard over the years, and something for me is a good one. You go tell the old first year, you know, or the or the work experience kid to go to the store and ask for a long wait and if there's no long whites, ask for two short ones. <laughs> That's always been a goodie for me. Uh, or a tennis stripe paint. What about you lads? Have you heard of any good ones? Bag grinding sparks.
4: Actually, <laughs> I've uh, I've been involved with one myself.
2: Oh yeah, what do you got a story for the show?
4: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, she's a bit of a cracker. Got found out real early. I think I was only <laughs> third month of apprenticeship, and uh, yeah, it was a real, I would say, real good apprentice. <laughs> wasn't very <laughs> liked early in the day, so. One of the foremans and I was up there, he, he wrote me out a list of tools to get, what bolts. I think we were up on one of the safety valves up the top and he sent me down to the store and he's got this list and I'm reading through it and it come to the bottom and it said, an eight-inch populating tool. And I sort of sat it over the counter to the storeman and he sort of looked at me and gave a bit of a giggle out, I should have probably gotten on it then, and said, oh, no, no, we don't have them here, we, you got to go see the specialist. I thought, oh, well. I'll slip round the corner and I'll go see him. <laughs> slip round the corner, the old specialist, and he gave the same thing, bit of a grin. Uh yeah, no mate, I gave that out yesterday. Um, you can go see such and such, but he's only got a six. So if you're after the eight, you got to go see our <laughs> mate. Yeah, right. Eh? Here I am, popped over anyway. It went from bloke to bloke to bloke to bloke, and I got. I even went to the supervisor, and he's the one that finally came up to me and said, "Look." They're having a lend to you. An eight-inch populating tool is a cock.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, and that mate, it is. That it,
2: mate, that was one of the all-time greats, eh? Like I, I remember,
0: that's so funny, mate. I, I remember. I've seen many blokes rattled and still don't know what's happening. Yeah,
2: that, I, I still remember rocking up to the job and me old man and all the boys have cotton me under all these, you know, like the long weight, the tennis stripe paint, all this shit, skyhook. Anyway, Spoiled. I got a fucking. <laughs> I, I come in and I, it was like the first week, and one of the tradies goes, "Tommy, go grab us a thirty-two mil flogging spanner from the store." And I went, "Fuck off, mate!" And he goes, "Go and fucking get it." And I'm thinking, "Flogging spanner? Like, are you <laughs> kidding me, brus? There's no fucking way that there's a flogging spanner." It turns out there is. So, uh, yeah, that was a bit of a um, bit of an awkward one. Go get Be- it, mate. Before we go any further, boys. I don't know if we've already said it, but the beer that we're on today, the, the what this episode is brought to you by the old uh, the old Bolter Lager. Um, yeah, we're we're getting into a few of those. So cheers, lads.
0: Good stuff. Let's go Let's get into it. We'll cheers, let you know boys. what we
2: think of it at the end.
0: Cheers. Not a bad um, drop so far. Yeah,
2: no, it tastes all right that first sip. But uh, going on from that, lads, like in our apprenticeships and shit, um, going on to the toolbox wars. So a couple of things that have happened to each other's toolboxes over the years. Is there any uh any beauties that you lads can think of? Right. Only the one done from you yourself. Yeah, yeah. That was the old shredded paper to the brim. Every uh every drawer, brush. Yeah, yeah. Five day holiday, come back. You've done me. Yeah, well, uh, these bearings come in a um in a big box, and it had just shitloads loads of shredded paper. So I just stuffed every uh, drawer to the brim of shredded paper of his box. But that's one of the nice ones, you know. Like I've I've heard of people getting uh, like um, grease nipples tapped into
0: their... Oh yeah, well that was all well and good. You did that, and then someone else goes, "Oh right, eh? I see his boxes open. I'll stitch him up double grease nipple up the up the fucking front grease in the first three boxes, <laughs> and then cat 40... And yeah, the bottom six, boss. on top of your shredded paper. It was unreal. Yeah, that wouldn't have been any good. Yeah, me <laughs> no, open spanners weren't rusting. I remember one of the boys got done with
2: the old foam fill in the spanner set. It was like one of those oh, uh, architects yeah, digging the old uh, fossil bones out as a kid. You know those games? <laughs> he was like picking his spanners out of the foam. Yeah, like little chasing ribs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty much. <laughs> But I still remember the the one that I got done with. It was on shift work. When you become a fourth year, you go over and you do shift work on the old dozer jobs. And um, we were over there on night shift. It was the last shift of the round. And I remember this rabbit got run over on the uh, on the old main drag, and I thought, here's my chance. So I went around, checked all the boxes. There was one box left open. And I thought, what are you leaving your box open? So I went out and got Bugs Bunny. It was uh, still fresh and mobile. Didn't stink. Rig and mortar hadn't even set in. I came in, lifted the box up, put a couple of soaker pads down so he didn't even have to touch it. Laid it out in the running position, and closed the box and went home. Everyone thought it was the best thing ever. (laughs) Anyway, a couple of days later, I get a call going, Tommy, we got dramas here, Brass. We got a full investigation about the rabbit in the toolbox. And I went, Are you fucking kidding? So I give uh, (laughs) give the old supervisor a ring. I said, Brass, that was me with the rabbit. I said it was fucking uh, bit of a joke, mate. Like no, no hard feelings there, no, uh, no malice sort of thing. He goes, "Ah, oh, all good, mate. All good. Come just, on uh, in. Yeah, just come in. We'll, we'll just have a out. chat there you when you come back in." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Yeah, too easy, mate." Anyway, come back in, and uh, he goes, "Yeah, you just have to head over to the superintendent's office today, mate, and have a bit of a chat." So, oh yeah, too easy. So I went over there at lunchtime. And I was sat in front of about four. Felt like I was on the stand at the fucking um, at the jury, and they're going, "Right, do you know how serious this is? Do you know what sort of diseases rabbits carry?" And I went, "No, I don't." But soaker pads carry none, so <laughs> said so it's all good. And I did it as a joke, but they didn't find it funny. Got a written warning anyway. That put a bit of a halt to it. Oh mate, it's a dobber. Dobbers wear nappies, wet ones too. Pretty much, um, right, oh boys. I think that sort of wraps up that one about the the uh, about the toolbox wars. But going into our trade, like we're fitters, there's a group of blokes that we've got to deal with on a day to day basis mm-hmm. called mm-hmm. leakies. Mm-hmm. And uh, for the
0: main part, they're weirdos, aren't they? Can you shed any light on this this rare breed of person? I like to call them circuit braggers as a nickname because they're fucking all trippers. <laughs> <laughs> they are yeah, they
2: are mate I've got to say though I've been very lucky with the lekkies that I've been dealt over the last couple of years like the boys I'm working with now Christian and Ads shared out to those boys probably the two most normal lekkies I've ever fucking met but uh, I feel like the, the trend's starting to flatten like I reckon once upon a time you had to pass a certain weirdness test to fucking be a leky where now I feel like a lot of normal lads are actually becoming lekkies. I hate to say it. They're still a bit weird. Yeah, don't go too far. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, fuck. But you, do you reckon or no? Nah? Do you reckon they're just Nah, I reckon you're trippers?
4: right, mate. If you look at a few of the old bloats getting around out there, you'd, uh, it makes you look twice.
2: Yeah, it does, mate.
4: But now, all the, yeah, as you said, I'm mates with... With 90% of the lekkies that I work now, so it's good.
2: Yeah, still don't get too confident. You're yeah, all the besties. <laughs> <laughs> but keeping on with this with this trend we're on, like a bit of the work stuff we're doing, and that's crib rooms. Now, sometimes you could be in a crib room packed with, what do you reckon, boys, like 60 to 100 blokes, like in a, in a donger sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, full as a bishop. Yeah, full as a bishop's ball bag, centipede <laughs> sock drawer, you name it.
0: <laughs> You name it.
2: But uh, anyway, we're uh, – you know, we've, we're talking about a bit of crib room etiquette here. What things you don't do? Like, what made me think of this this uh, topic, boys? I was I was at work the other day, and there was this contractor that come in, you know, and we we were on this job, and we went into the room, and he he got his phone out and put on a fucking episode of Top Gear on loud, cranked her up, and just propped it up in front of him and continued to play it for about twenty five minutes, and I thought, is this bloke fucking serious? Like who does that shit? Put buy some AirPods, brass, and fucking have some respect. Like that shit.
0: What I'll do you reckon? I got a few that, that really. He should have a second degree in concussion. If I had a bit doing. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh, yeah. Who's it's anyone throwing
4: them willy-nilly? <laughs> <laughs> Free willy nilly? Free Willie, when I'm done with him, big hard hitter. Anyway, yeah. Eating well, as I said, I come from where shutdowns, and you're on pretty good money as as you're working a shutdown. And I've heard of it nearly every shutdown I've been on, that some grub is just eating someone else's food. They've come oh, in for smoko, and the cupboard's bare.
0: I wish I could lip off a okay. few names because I could bury some blokes
2: <laughs> about eating other
0: food.
4: Oh, yeah, no, yeah, but yeah, you yeah. put you put something in the pie warmer or whatever it is, <laughs> and you've just come in just thinking, yeah, I've got the
0: smeg feed but someone else Me is
4: fucking <laughs> eating. <laughs>
0: She's I tell wrong. you about a bit. Of, um, the pie warmer. This drag line shut down. I didn't. Just try to heat up me pie. Old man's trying to do a slow roast, sixty-five degrees. I oh. come in to get me pie. She's cremated and, she, <laughs> and she's down on the. You put her up the top, run and she's melted <laughs> through the bottom. Pastry, mate. No, no deal, bruss.
4: Oh, that's and, unreal, uh, bro. I got another one. Moving tables. Mm-hmm. Oop, why the fuck do you have to move a table? Honestly, you've come in and you're wedged up against, you've got shoulder back-to-back back and you're trying to fit into your seat and every morning you come in, there's the same metre every morning. You've pushed it to two metres the afternoon before, but it's another metre in the morning. Yeah,
0: that's, Why? Yeah, I don't know, bud. Do you know, Kate must you, have been tucked around the chair. Do you chairs? know what else shits me is talking,
2: talking on the phone for ages. So no, if, you, if you get no. a call, like fair enough, if it's an important call, you answer it, but yeah. start making your way outside, no one gives a fuck.
0: But you get those blacks who are just sitting there. Oh yeah, mate. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, that's the guy.
2: Okay. And you feel like saying, "Shut the fuck up, mate." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, don't be such a rude fuck, mate. Seriously. But anyway, that's some of the things. Pretty much, just giving you some tips not to be a fuckwit if you ever get to these uh, these on-site crib rooms. And a, a thing that's following on with the etiquette. Style of things, boys, is is bus etiquette. Like I remember, H, you and I did that job out at Moorumba where you had to pretty much get a um get a bus out of sight. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I still remember, I still remember the first time I was on there. There was a few newbies on the whole bus situation. Anyway, it's a packed bus, like every person in every seat. So when the bus stops and everyone's getting off, you just sit there, and the person at the front starts getting off, and you peel out. But I remember old mate up the back, it's his first time on the bus, this young fella has got up and started walking. And it was like the old Finding Nemo, those crabs on the pipeline going, ay ay aye, ay, ay. <laughs> And I mate, mate just shit himself and he was just standing in the middle there. What are you fucking doing, mate? What you fucking turn? And just copped a proper spray. And the shitters on the buses ain't for shitting. What you do you pi- mean? Shit her pi- on a bus? You piss in that, mate. You don't drop a big nard and just stink the bus out. That's dog. Oh, I reckon mate. the best
4: the best bus etiquette you can get is when you walk on and there's only, well, what is there, 52 seats on a bus and there's one, if there's enough for everyone to sit on their own two seats, yes. you do it. Yeah, oh, so, <laughs> Some grub always it. you'll be at the fucking first three runner feet and there'll be four seats behind you where there's a two seats just free and he sits fucking next to you. <laughs> What?
2: What does he do that? I mean, he might have saw something in you, mate. <laughs> oh yeah, I saw a free resty coming his way, Kimberley oyster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, well, that's fucking funny. But boys, we're all we all love a bit of uh, fishing and crabbing, right? We all love getting out there, getting the tinnies in the water. And I thought it'd be a good a good way to bring in some of the boat fuck ups we've had over the years. Like us three have had a few good fucking things like with boats over the years. <laughs> H, have you got any to start us off, mate?
4: Oh, yeah, I've got a few, actually.
0: First time, first time you run the pots with the new tenny.
4: <laughs> yeah, I'll start off with that one. I think I, would be, I bought a boat off my brother. It was a 3.9 or whatever it was, and I bought this brand-new boat, taking it for the fresh run, end up buying it. My me, me brother and my old boy both come with me. We were heading up. Uh, I was well, not too far away from home. We're just running the pots, new spot as you normally take it pretty slow. And if you don't, you normally know there's sand around. So flat out it was. And, uh yeah, got about three quarters of the way up the creek and uh bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Fuck, what was that? Turned back around anyway, spun back around. And <laughs> it was something weird. Like as we drove over, it looked like another boat was sitting on the bottom. <laughs> and for years that don't go crabbing very often, there's a, as a professional crab, some of them have keeper pots, so they leave crabs in a, in a pot overnight or however long it is. So 3.8 live tank. Yeah. So leave them over there, so they take them home that night. And, yeah, I've, I've come back at low tide, obviously they come out of water, and there's a, a three-metre boat sitting in the middle of the channel. <laughs> and, yeah, of course I – and if you look either way of the channel, what I, I could have dodged it quite easily, but – yeah. It's not the point, is it mate? <laughs> nah, it's just not the point. That's that's just grub, that
2: is. Hey I've got a pretty good one. Like I'm more of a creek bloke. Like being around the creeks anyway. I got this opportunity. To creek to cast. Got this opportunity, I think it was a second year apprentice to go out of the reef. And uh we, we left of a nighttime because it was like, you know, she was good weather, so we're gonna punch out of a night time, pretty much fish all day, you know, and then head home in the arve. And anyway, we we jumped in. I don't remember what time it was, but it was dark. We were hunting out the north entrance at Gladstone there. I had my arms up holding onto the fucking, uh, Bimney. the Bimney, just sooting. Anyway, next minute I wake up with jerry cans all over me legs with a fucking sore head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, the pro fucking Fisher Crowder. Has been parked in the channel with no anchor light on, and we've just run up the back of him going full stick, mate. <laughs> Honestly, all of us were knocked out. We were lucky none of us got flicked out of the fucking boat. This was like a big plate boat. We were just fair square up the arse of him. And we've <laughs> woken up. What the fuck's going on here? Oh, mate, scrampering around, turned his lights on and shit. She was the full show. Had to get the ambulance, ambulance out, the fucking police boat, all this sort of shit. And, uh, no, it was a bit of a carry-on, but um, that was that was my sort of boat fuck-up experience. I've, I've
4: actually got another fresh run while you're still on the topic. <laughs> I bought a, uh, oh, it would have been six and a half metre boat about 12 months ago, and Jack, money of your mates who you listen, you'll, you'll probably still be laughing at this time. Uh, we've taken it out for for the uh, test run, uh, a few boxes of beers and a uh, carton of rum. And, uh, yeah, it was me, Jack, and the old boy heading out to the reef for the, for the old maiden voyage. <laughs> and uh, got a bit out of hand. The weather picked up, so we decided to tuck him behind an island. And uh, I think there was a few rums involved by that stage. And actually, how I got my boat name was from this. It's called Errol, from that <laughs> he Errol song. Yeah, we've had that blowing at about 25 decibels, and the boat was doing about 25 knots. And, uh yeah, we've gone from about 10 metres to about 0.2 of a metre in about a space of two seconds. So <laughs> Turned here, up a bit of green zone. Here we are, churning up, straight up onto the reef, and it was that shallow that the boat when it stopped, turned on its side to uh, rest on its side. <laughs> so, so needless to say, it's the best sleep we've had in the reef yet.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Mate, see, that's, that's weird because one of the boys told me that your name of your boat was called If It's Not Green, I'm Not Keen. And I, <laughs> I wasn't actually sure if that was in reference to the green zones or the devil's lettuce. So I was going to ask you about that, but was that your old boat, was it? No, no, that's it, That's the
4: old boat, but I think it's still same thing still runs. <laughs> Just a different name.
2: That's probably that actually leads on to um the next segment, boys, which we've got some boat names. Now there's been some funny boat names over the years and we thought we'd um, you know, reflect on a few. So we'll start her off with I think Dirty Little Oar is a is a good one to start off <laughs> the with.
0: The deep seaman. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Unsinkable number two. You little
0: little re slut.
2: (laughs)
4: Moist is the best, I reckon. What about
2: Boy (laughs) Onsay?
4: Yeah. (laughs) What what if he mates? He's a dead set pisshead, reckons he called his fool
2: injected. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, mate, that's unreal. But honestly, there are some absolute beauties. And going on with absolute beauties, we thought. Like we've had the pleasure of working with some absolute alpha dogs over the years, the blokes that uh you've you've heard in the pub, you know, talk talk shit, and we thought we'd get into some of the best calls and uh and sayings we've heard over our time. Right, on, lads, I'll kick this section off. I remember I was working with a bloke out at but I hate you, you're on the same job. This bloke looked like Franklin the turtle, mate, but he had some chat on him. Remember. uh... Earlier in the day, he goes, yeah, Chuck told me your resume. I was the second second best fitter in Oz. I said, fucking hell, mate. That's a pretty good achievement. How would you get that? He goes, well, every Alec count reckons they're the best, so I've got to be the second best. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, that's unreal. And then he followed that up, boy. We were putting these roller segments together later on in the day. And he goes, young fella, Chuck us that Stevie Wonder. <laughs> I said, what? what the fuck, Stevie Wonder, mate? And he goes, never sees. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I had to, to rattle those two off. That was from an uh, old mate out at Moorin Shout out to Franklin. But uh, boys, have you got any other any other good ones you can think of? Oh, yeah. There's a few apprentices out there.
4: They're uh, about as useful as a fly screen or a submarine.
0: <laughs>
2: Liner than a welder's dog. All over it, like pubes on soap.
4: If you get into the, the look sort of things, uh, I think there's a few crackers getting around there, like of painter's radio, headlogger kicked in dicky tin. <laughs> Seen better
2: heads in the piss trough.
4: <laughs> Couldn't eat sand if you fell off a camel.
2: Couldn't eat water if you fell out of a
4: boat. Actually, I'll go back to one. There was always some queer engineers getting around when I was a young apprentice and there was always <laughs> this one old fella that always, whenever they'd take off, go, that bloke is a living proof that you don't have to have a long neck to be a fucking goose.
0: Well, <laughs> oh, wow.
2: wow, wow. Duck, duck, That's goose. All, that is unreal, mate. Uh, I still remember one bloke one day we were on this shutdown just getting flogged like dogs all day, right, and all the hobnobs from the shutdown, you know, from like the client come up and they were all sitting there at the end of the day. And our oh, mate's nothing, you know. He's just a um, He's just a fitter on the job. Anyway, he piped up in this meeting and he goes, yeah, what do you reckon, boys? You're gonna uh, you gonna put on the put on the meal, the salve, put on the drinks, and they said, "What do you mean, mate?" He goes, "Oh, you know, I just like to get wined and dined after being fucked all day." <laughs> wow! <laughs> 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 thought, oh, uh, every- oh but everyone pissed themselves except <laughs> for those three blokes up the front. It was unreal.
4: Anything come of that?
2: No, 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 it was unreal. Shout out to Lukey Cooch. That was a beauty, bros. That's been used plenty of times after you've said that too. <laughs> but uh, another good one is uh, if something's a bit flogged, you go, yeah, that's a bit Pete Murray. They go, what do you mean? You've seen better days. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a bit of rust, dry as an Arab sandal. Yeah, that's the
2: go. Uh, full as a fat girl's sock.
0: Wow. <laughs>
2: <laughs> full
4: as a centipede sock drawer. Full as a bishop's ball bag. <laughs> Fuller than a bull's ass going uphill.
2: <laughs> <laughs> or if I, mate, goes, I'll do to you what a
0: wild bull would do to a mango.
2: <laughs> you know, you know, you got a bit on, bros.
0: I hit you that hard and fast. You think you are it,
2: mate? All this good lip we're throwing here. It, uh, it takes me back to the days. You know, like back in the day, I remember H. We were at your place watching Rodney Rude clips. And I remember the day us three, all three of us, went to watch him live at Gladstone. I'd love them. to know what
0: year. What year do we go see him? It would, it would
2: have been two thousand fifteen, I think, or yeah, two thousand sixteen, nineteen. Because before we went to Canada, mm.
0: yeah. And it. mate, yeah.
2: honestly, he had new shit. It was that good, man. Like just, it was the funniest shit ever. So if you haven't heard of Rodney Rood, we thought we'd show you a clip of him just absolutely getting into a heckler. And uh, yeah, you deserve to hear it. So we're going to play it for you. Enjoy. Shut up, you
3: drunken little fuck. Look at you, trying to act like you're clever and you're just a pissed, bald-headed little fucking prisoner. Look at you. These blokes have got something intelligent to say and you're sitting there pissed in your fucking Hawaiian detective shirt looking at me in order and ordering one drink. Fuck off home, you fucking weasel. Look at you. I was down on your mum like a beaver on a hunk of wood. She had an ass like an anaconda swallow on a fucking piglet. And it was beautiful too, and I'll be back for more of that. <laughs> I like your mum's fat ass. She's be- give her my regards. I didn't have time. I was only there five minutes. <laughs> Nothing wrong with your mum. She's. Be- I got a vision of her now struggling up out of the sunken lounge room. It was like a wildebeest getting up a mudbank bank with a crop gnawing on her ass. Give her my regards. They reckon you never forget how to ride a bicycle, but in his mum's case, I like riding a penny farthing down the fucking beach. Give <laughs> her my regards. She got me interested in genetically modified food. And the split second they can make a mango taste like a vagina, I'll fuck off to Queensland. And live there and eat fucking mangoes all night. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow.
2: Oh, how's that for a bit of lip? That's one of the all-time greats. You can actually hear that 30 times and still sit back and laugh. Still back and laugh. That is an alpha bloke.
0: That is a fucking Sergeant alpha. Sergeant
2: Rude, the half rude. Yeah. Red, red. Shout out to Rodney. Get her Andy. Trendsetters. But now nah, that's unreal, <laughs> boys. That is unreal. <laughs> hey, that that brings me on to a segment. I've actually heard it in a couple of his things before, but... It's about blokes with two first names. I just don't reckon you can trust them. Like when you ever meet a bloke and he's got two first names, can you can you think of any blokes off the top of your head with two first names? Are a bit sus.
4: Yeah, well, there's still one running around in the uh, NRL country at the moment, Paul Kent or Kent Paul. I'm not sure which way to go about it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's a black bloke, absolute tripper. Oh, I've got a couple too: Elton John, George Michael. There's yeah. some sus
2: motherfuckers, yeah, mate. Um, surely those two could reverse a trailer. They had plenty of practice. Backing
1: Back it
0: up. up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely. Oh, oh mate, they'd, they'd absolutely rip into it, wouldn't
0: they? none <laughs> yeah, the bloody poo, poker.
2: <laughs> anyway, going on to uh, we, we've gone on to the episode roast. Every every episode we get a roast into something, and uh, today's episode we're going to talk a bit about. Palmies. Now, chicken parmigiana, a big part of the Australian culture. I've actually heard a bit of lip recently that there's these fucking weirdos out there that call it a parma. I fucking hate that. It's a palmy. Anyone listening that calls it a parma, stop what you're doing and give yourself a fucking uppercut because parmigiana is spelt P-A-R-M-I-G-I-A-N-A. Where the fuck's the A after it? So yeah, what do you boys reckon about that? Is it a Palmy or a Palmer? It's a P <laughs>
0: well, A R M Y brother.
1: It's palmy. a Palmy.
2: If you look at it in two ways,
4: there's two good things that can come out of a Palmy. It's a good feed and a good time. So if Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah that's right. <laughs> if you can top that, well
2: Yeah, but I'm just I'm just off blokes calling it a Palmer to be honest. I reckon it's a joke. I think it's all of uh Mexicans down the south of the border. Oh, that's right. Victoria all these weirdos.
0: Comes back to potato potato scallop, mate.
2: Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right, mate. It's a uh it's a scallop. It's it.
0: definitely a scallop. It's not a fritter. It's not a cake. It's not a potato cake, it's not a potato fritter. It's a potato scallop.
2: That's right. And that's just how it is. There's no there's no other way of getting around it. Uh right, the guest questions, H. We've busted these out on the last episode, so we've um we've already answered these, bro. But we're gonna we're gonna get into your Guess questions. Of yeah, yeah. Now, uh, guess questions. How do you eat an apple? I cut it up, man. Do you? Yep. Holy fuck! You're a sucker. Cut path. it up, man. I, I, I've done that <laughs> yeah. before, but like, so if you if you just grab one out of the fridge and there's no knives, I'm talking that. How do you actually eat it? Like without a knife, or do you just eat it through a tennis racket? Oh, I'll settle down. <laughs> <laughs>
4: no, no. I, well, I've never been a predicament. You just don't eat the apple. True. No, I'm I'm always or oh, especially now I've had a few teeth uh collections to the front. If I bought into one it won't be very gorgeous.
0: Yeah, right. I so say you just don't even touch it if nah. if you don't yeah, right. There's no, no button knife done. on off, hey. You're not about it. So you you're
2: the you're the first one I've heard that literally strictly cuts it. So there you go. Um knew yeah, you were strange. Uh red <laughs> <laughs> Red or green cordial brush. what you go to? Oh, red. You go faster. Yeah?
0: Yeah, brother.
2: Yeah, yeah, you go. Yeah, right right. right. uh, go Lazarus red too. Good good stuff. Uh, as a kid or even now, the old Zupa duber's bush. Which uh, which colours left in the packet? What ice blocks are left at the end?
4: Green. It's shit. True. No. Green. Oh. Wow. What about yellow? <laughs> <laughs> yellow? Yeah. yeah nothing like that.
2: True. So you get into a bit of yellow.
4: Yeah. Yeah, gr- yeah right, oh. I I don't even eat the green. I throw them in the bin.
0: Wow, I'm like that with
2: yellow or orange. Orange is shit too, I reckon. Yeah. Uh, What about favourite shapes, bro? What's your favourite shape? Ooh. Um, I actually couldn't even remember the name of it. It'd be,
4: yeah, it'd be the chicken drumsticks. Yeah? Yeah, have to be.
0: Yeah, we actually
2: didn't shout that on the last episode. That's not actually a shape. Like you got, you well, got, got piece, you got like,
4: drumstick shape.
2: No, but it's not shapes like the are oh. shapes. I've just written that in there because I think that's worth a fucking shout. Like we got the shapes here. My favourite shapes are barbecue shape, but the inner biscuit chicken drumsticks. That, that is yeah. fucking good, man. Apparently, they've just come back out. They went missing for a while.
4: What about the kangaroos back in the day? You would have tasted yeah, yeah, them, the, the kangaroos. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the,
2: the old trades at Smoker. At the road driver. What was, the, what was your best trade option at school? Do you, know, do you remember at school how you used to the fucking trade The dungaroos, the dungaroos,
0: brush with a fucking bit of a teller. What, did you used to trade them or get them from No, I'd meals? get them. I'd like change them, to some sort of white bread fucking peanut butter and fucking. I'd
4: change anyone for a roll-up. True. I'm yeah. still eating them today, oh, mate. I'm I'm twenty six years old. And I'm still eating roll ups. Missus still bores them. Yeah, yeah. Love me roll ups.
2: What do you used to What do you used to get for? The? Oh, I would have given you fucking anything. Like a roll up, fucking anything, mate. I wasn't a big fan of the old roll up. Oh, what color combo with the roll up? Are you Nah, just the full reds. Nothing yeah, right, else. Full right, eh? reds. Red, loving yeah, the red. Just love the red, bit just, of cordial. Yeah, just full full,
4: full <laughs> sugar, full
2: red noise. Get <laughs> <laughs> off tap. Um, party pies or sausage rolls, brother, what's your go-to? Oh, that's changed a bit over the years. I'm going to go with the pies. Yeah, bros. I
4: like the pies, yeah, man. Got a yeah, tomato
2: mate. sauce, butter is it's just illegal. That's the next one, bud. Tomato or barbecue sauce? Depends. Depends. Depends, man. man. But if you could choose one to disappear forever... Like, what would you stick to? If you could only have one for the rest of your life? I'd stick with the barbecue.
0: Would you? Yeah, Yeah, bro. I'd I'd learn to eat me
2: pies with barbecue if that was okay. Yeah, cool. Righto, fair enough. Um, Sauce in the fridge or the cupboard once it's open? Cupboard doesn't need to be a chilli sauce. Yeah, there you go. If you want a chilli sauce, you can buy it. Mate, uh, I've been been changed to the fridge over the last year. I grew up with the cupboard, but uh, the missus is... Transform me, and as she'd say, it says on the bottle, it's supposed to go in the fridge once opened. Is there a benefit, button? No, no, I don't yeah. know. I just, I just, that's just how it is, bro. Yeah, I haven't looked too far into it. Yeah, anyway, right. So, boys, we've come to the section joke of the day. Yeah. Who, oh, who We're wants back. to go first? H, hey, being the guest, mate. Do you want to kick things off? Oh, I've got one. Right. Uh, let us hear
4: it. A bit long winded, but I'll let it have it. Uh, if anyone knows Noah's Ark, he uh, he he got two of the best of ever, every animal in uh, before the Ark went down, and they thought while well, they were being a bit cheeky, they thought, "I'll oh, we'll have a game of, we'll have a game of footy." So two monkeys stand there and said, oh, we will split up. We'll we'll go one aside, and we'll see what happens of it." So here he was, the old uh, monkey goes, "Well, yeah, I'll kick off. All use line up." Kicked off, straight to the elephant, the big front row. Elephants come barn, storming through, bang, palm, bang, palm. Boom, scores in the corner. Right, don't kick to him again. Monkey kicks off, straight to the elephant. <laughs> kicks it off the elephant again, here comes the elephant. Bang, bang, stun, ball, jip, straight through. Scores in the corner. All right, Half time. It's 50 nil by this stage, the one team. The other team hadn't even touched the ball. They come to half time and they said, Look, have we got a game plan to try and get us back in it. And the old zebra looks across and goes, Can I say one thing? Don't kick to the elephant. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah, that's all right, eh, then? Monkey kicks off. You know who, too? The elephant. Elephant goes bang, 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 showing through, about scoring the corner, boom. He's been taken out the sideline, put in row eight. <laughs> It's the centipede. Out <laughs> of all people on the footy field, the centipede has just smashed him into row eight. The old monkey, everyone's getting around him. Yeah, yeah, the old centipede just killed him. And he goes, oi, before you tell anyone, where were you in the first half when you were scoring all those points? <laughs> he goes, I'm oh, sorry, mate, I just finished putting me boots on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. That is a goodie. Beautiful, oh, that's, mate. That's Beautiful. nice. Well,
2: well told.
3: Cam, <laughs> okay,
2: what do
3: you got,
0: brother? Uh, Hit us with your worst. Uh, what do you got? You don't want me worst. If you want me worst, right, eh? No, don't. <laughs> tell us, mate. What do you got? You want me worst? Just tell us what you got. <laughs> what do you call a fat chick with a right whistle? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <A> referee. <laughs> Oh wow. well, shut up! Oh well,
2: righto. Short and
4: sweet. Finish this <laughs> off,
2: mate. Mine's more a question for you, H. This one. Oh, here we go. Well, so, H, if you're in a room with a hundred dicks, how many are you choking on? <laughs> oh, please tell them none. You professional. None. What are you an expert? Are you? <laughs>
0: I <laughs> <laughs> even gave me the pre-game I fucking ballplay Oh, hasn't it ruined oh, it for right. me? Uh oh. yeah. Anyway, boys, on
2: that note, that was a bit of fun. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Um if you like what you're hearing, what like we were saying, jump on, follow us on Instagram, give us a like and subscribe and uh yeah, get around us. You. Let's go. Well,
1: Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped.
0: Ever catch
4: yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer.